When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? We come to you from the past. From the fairly recent past, we recorded this episode um, last Wednesday. This is going out on Monday. So if uh, anything in this episode is mentioned, which has then become controversial or a tragic incident in the days since we recorded mm. it, we apologise wholeheartedly because we didn't know. We're not fucking, we've got a crystal ball. We couldn't see what was coming. I think that covers it. Don't you? Yeah. Exactly. If something mental's kicked off, what do you want? I've noticed a lot of feedback that we've had from a lot of listeners recently over recent times mm. has been that they've we've had some kind emails saying that we our content has sort of lessened the burden of lockdown somewhat. Well, I and, hope so, yeah. And and the main and one of the main things people cite is that we don't talk about it. Not that's not by design, by the way. Right. We're not like we don't sit and strategize what we're going to fucking talk about. No, let's not talk about COVID because it's like, well, we just—it's not really what we're here for, and I'm sure it's not what you're there for either. We're not a fucking current affairs podcast. Mm. We will sometimes pass comment on stuff that's caught our attention, but on the whole, um, we're not talking about things that are topical, other than topical in our own lives. Yeah, and um, and therefore. Unless something huge has happened, like involving something, that, a, a topic that is really dear to the podcast like or central to the podcast. So say if Roy Keane had been appointed Chancellor of the Exchequer yeah. or Kevin Keegan was going to appear on Strictly mm. or there'd been some new digging legislation mm. that Dominic Cummins had come up with, yeah. something like that, you know, then... Or something in the cat community. We'll mention it, yeah. But we won't mention it in this episode if it's happened since but last we Wednesday. we won't mention it. Yeah. We fucked exactly. up for a bit. <laughs> we're having a break from all of and this. A fucking break. And yet a lot of podcasts would just say we're having a break so there's no podcast. Not us. No. We're fucking getting some in the bank for you, you no, dickheads. What, what we're doing is we're delving into the mailbag, catching up with some of the uh, fantastic emails and correspondences that we've had in the past mm. few weeks that we haven't had time to talk about because we're too busy talking about our fucking selves. So, um, yeah, we'll try and see how far we get through with that. Have you got anything there in front of you, Sam? Or I've got one or two I can begin with if you want. Uh, I, well, I've started at last. Um, 
starring the ones that I like. Okay. Uh, which is a system that I should have been employing for fucking ages. Sean O'Keefe's been in touch. He says, hot date tomorrow. Hot date. Been talking for weeks. Oh. Really pretty and oh. cool girl. Oh. Ticks on They've been talking boxes. for weeks. So what do we think? Is this something he's met someone on an app or online? Well, if he says it might be, voice? yeah. Because, I mean, you can only really speak to people distantly at the minute, can't you? Yeah, true. Okay. So he goes, however, she's giving me that it's not an actual date nonsense. Whoa. Right. Hold your horses, Sean. Steady on, Sean. It's not nonsense if that's what she's saying. Exactly. Right? No means no. Sean, uh, I don't like this sentence. However, she's giving me the not an actual date nonsense. If she said it's not an actual date, you know what that means, and it's not an actual date. So yeah. it's not nonsense. Respect the, the way she if, sees if it. If this pre-date, let's call it that, if that goes well, there may be an actual date, Sean. But if Maybe that's your day, fucking yeah. attitude, pal, you'll be lucky to get then through not the ca- pre-date without a slap. Fucking right. Uh, don't give me this nonsense, pussycat. This is a fucking you're not date. You know why you're here. We're here for a good fucking time, yeah? Let's just cut the crap and go back to my holiday inn. I got my bow tie on, I brought my dancing cane. It's a fucking date, love. (laughs) I'm wearing my tap shoes. Tip, tap, tap, tap. (laughs) Now give me a kiss. Uh, Come on, pussycat. Plant one right here on my smack. I know you want to. Come on. Let's get a room. Sean. Don't be disgusting. She said it's not a date. That means she she quite likes your chat. She just wants to... What's wrong with just going out two people? Forget that, mm. you know, you're both presumably heterosexual, right? Just forget about all that stuff. Anyway, he said, not sure where I stand. Well, we've just fucking <sighs> told you, mate. Man. But my question to the panel is, would flowers huh? be inappropriate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then he says... Bear in mind we are both in our 40s and should I tell her I have an ice cube in my mouth? Forget the ice cube chat. Really inappropriate. You're in the real flowers, world. Flowers, I, I usually would say about flowers, well, flowers are always appropriate. Whoever is. Well, I sent my, my dad flowers during the early days of the pandemic mm. and then I I think I brought some round to him one day as well. I, you know, I sent my mum. Flowers are always nice, right? Apart from in this situation. Yeah. Because usually I would say never be afraid to buy a bunch of flowers for anyone, mm-hmm. a, ma- a man, a mate, a woman, whoever it is. It's always nice. People, yourself, it's nice to buy yourself a bunch of flowers. Yeah. Around daffodil season, I'm always buying myself oh, uh, daffs because they're my favourite flowers and also, brilliantly, the cheapest too. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but in this situation, no, because mm. she said it's not an actual date. So don't bring flowers because it'll immediately make it look like you think it is a date. Is the, hang on, is this a like logistics question that's bled into a regular episode? I think it has, doesn't it? it feels like. Oh, it. I thought this. I thought this was a life logistics. No, this isn't episode. life logistics. This is mailbag. This is just general chit chat. Oh yeah, that's well, all right. It's, yeah. it, it, it's so far it's yeah. proven to be a very good advert for the life logistics episodes. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, anyway, no harm there done. you go, mate. There's there's our advice no, to don't, you. No, don't take flowers, Sean. I mean. Take flowers, don't even, I wouldn't take flowers on the first date, date, when it's an official date, maybe take it on the third one. You know, just fucking calm yeah. down. Fucking hell, there's a pandemic, we're all we're all under lockdown, no one knows how maybe, long this is going to last for. I, I, I don't know what you've been chatting about, A good, you know, a quite a good idea, if you want to bring something, but you don't want it to look too forward, mm. right? Why not think about bringing her a book? Mm. 
Not a big, expensive, fancy coffee table book. Oh, I brought you this book. It's the war photography of Don McCullough. It cost £100. <laughs> no, that book. No. You're looking a bit too pushy. A paperback. Maybe it's warm. Maybe it's second hand. Maybe you own it and you're giving it to you. I really think you should read this book, but don't be a cunt about <laughs> it. What I'm saying is you've been chatting for weeks, so you might have some common ground. Yeah. You might be aware of the sort of things that she's interested in yeah. and motivated by. And, it, you know, you could give her something like that because it doesn't look too sexual, does Not it? Not one of those Tatashan books of erotic photography, like 50 quid. Yeah. Not one of them. Don't take no, that not that. Anyway. And don't don't give her anything that's deeply political, like some you know far right theories or mm. something like that. See this, right? It's uh, by David Icke, and it's got some fucking interesting stuff in there, right? Read it, read it, Educate read yourself. it all, and then we'll, we'll get back together next week and we'll discuss it in detail. It gets, I think what don't I give her anything like it that. Get, it gets a bad rap. A lot of people think he's mental, but you know, once you get under the skin of the ideas, you have a good think about it. There's a lot there. There's a lot there that really resonates as far as I'm concerned. And you, you realise that we're living in some kind of, like, prism and we're, we're just all, like, uh, we're all ants in a colony. It's, it's fucking... De- it's dangerous, really. Read it. We're fucking colony ants. That's all what, we are. I'm going to go to the toilet, knock one out, and then uh, you'll read it for 10 minutes and I'll come back and we'll talk about it. Nothing like that. You know what I would take? Fucking... It's a what fucking minefield, really. Book. I would take one of those, mm. you know, those... Um, Wind up, chattering teeth. Wind them oh, up and yeah. just let them go. And they go People like Have a look at this. Hello, hello, sweetheart. Have a look at this. Everyone loves those. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that we've cleared that up for you, Sean. I don't know when he sent this. Was it recently? Do you think the date happened since he sent it? Or yeah, it was yesterday. Oh. It was wow. yesterday. This isn't going out on next Monday. So. <laughs> All right, too, too late. late. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, well. By now, you'll have almost certainly fucked it up. <laughs> I reckon he will have done. If that's the plan that he's got, that he said sent to us, then phew, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a recipe for disaster. She said it's not a date. She's given me that it's not a real date nonsense. Shall I bring flowers? Fucking hell, mate. There is so much going wrong in your attitude here that we'd have to devote a whole episode to fixing you, which we haven't got time I mean, for. We could reply. And by the time you hear this, you'll have fucked the date up, and I wouldn't be surprised if you were in custody. You could reply by email, I suppose, but you know, I don't know if we've got time. Mm. We've got time off to be had. Uh, all right, fair enough. That's that one. Uh, I've got one here. Um, Dad's on Roof story from John. Always a classic. He says, all right, lads, listening to the Dads on Roof stories reminded me of my time spent in rural Spain with my in-laws. On one visit, my father-in-law, who was a small mustachioed man in his late 60s, never seen without a flat cap, asked for our help in gathering some wood. Thinking this would just involve picking up some twigs, turned out to be him driving us to a huge protected forestry area in a national park and him shimmying 20 foot up a tree with a big fuck-off chainsaw. Just as I was about to lampard him for not having a harness, goggles, PPE, or at the very minimum, a high-vis vest, I noticed what appeared to be a park ranger driving around in his van and eyeing us with suspicion. So I shouted up to warn him, but he didn't look concerned and just said, No pasa nada. He knows what I'm doing. I've arranged to give him half the wood. He's just making sure I chop down the best tree. (laughs) (laughs) It says, No pasa nada was a phrase we heard there often on holiday from him. And a lot of the other villagers as they went about their daily dysentery. So he's getting himself uh, 
half a free tree and the ranger is also getting half a free tree in exchange for turning a blind eye. Good stuff. It's not a roof, it's a tree, but it's good. I like it. Dad up anything will do. Dad up anything, yeah. Uh, do you remember we were going to do a special Ask Pele episode once? Yeah. But we forgot to do it. We mentioned it earlier in the week, didn't we? And we got a couple of replies for that. We should probably just save it till we're back from our break. All right, so we won't do a mini Ask Pele. I was going to do an Ask Pele what there. Was, what but was... keep them coming in. Basically, Ask Pele now is he, to be found most days in a boozer in Rio, I believe. I think so, yeah. Right. And he sits there. He's always in the same spot. And he basically charges tourists mainly um, to come and sit with him and have a drink. They buy the drink and they give him a bit of cash. And then they get an allotted time. They can ask him anything they want. Yeah. And we've got access to him ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you get in touch, we can put the questions to Pele. Also, anything you want to ask Roger Taylor from Queen as well. Yeah. Ask Roger Taylor. (laughs) <laughs> he's really good on you know what Roger Taylor's brilliant on what's up is all the latest deals and vouchers and coupons that are out there <laughs> especially for high street chain he's restaurants which he's sort of like a, okay. an episode on he's got he's really good on that I mean he, you know I suppose he might see himself in competition with Martin Lewis but not really because it's more of a hobby to him yeah. but he'll always he's one of those guys he'll always know so say if like I don't know what you know say if um that Mexican one, Oaxaca, mm. right, is doing Tuesday night taco, Tuesday taco Tuesdays, mm. right, and they're doing um, two for one meal deals. He's always Rod always is on top of that. I don't know whether he gets Google alerts on it or whatever, <laughs> but it's a really good service. So if you've got any sort of eating out questions yeah. or quandaries, Roger's your man. Jalapeno. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. 
Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Jalapeño. Someone said that we'd, uh, they can incorporate all of this with Ask Sting. I think we were going to do an Ask Sting thing once as well, ages and Sting. ages ago, and that didn't happen. We did a little bit. Sting did a lot of money-saving yeah. stuff and, and well, logistical just, stuff. Just yeah. send stuff in. Ask any of them cunts, Pelle, Sting, Roger mm. Taylor, whatever. Um, we've got them all. We've got a we've one got here from um, Simon Thornton. Uh, and he says, I stumbled across an episode of Glenn A. Larson's Night Rider. Of course, Glenn A. Larson, regular subject on this podcast. Uh, in this episode, this is a classic one. You'll remember this, Sam. Michael is pitted mm. against a worthy nemesis in his twin brother, Garth Knight. Yeah. Played yeah. expertly also by David Hasselhoff, but with a moustache and soul patch for added menace and easy identification. Yeah, he's a cat. Great episode. But, as Simon says, I suddenly remembered in the pilot episode of Knight Rider, Michael Knight is shot in the fucking face and given plastic mm. surgery, leaving him looking completely yeah. different. And he says they yeah. used a different actor to portray pre-bulleted Michael before having him wake mm. up as Hasselhoff post-surgery. So, did his evil twin also receive a gunshot to the grill and have the exact same surgery? It's an excellent question. Excellent question. I mean, we um, don't know the answer I wish to that, we do we? Glenn A. Larson here to answer it. If only he was still alive. Oh, there's always a fucking Lampard, isn't there? Pick it. Look, no one fucking remembered that, right? No one fucking cared. There is no fucking explanation. <laughs> what do you want me to day, fucking do? That first dig where he got shot in the plastic surgery, that was a dream sequence, right? I thought that would be <laughs> obvious. And if it's not obvious, then the episode with Garth Knight in it. That's a fucking dream sequence as well. In fact, they both are, right? So fuck off. I would say, I would say, before you start asking more annoying fucking questions, right, just remember that I would say one in every four episodes of Knight Rider was supposed to be a dream sequence. <laughs> right? A lot of it. And also a lot in my other shows. Magnum, half of it with dream sequences. Um, and it's a very good way of approaching your work because it means you've never got to remember any other shit you've written before. <laughs> I watch back old episodes. You just write what you feel. This is why Glenn and Larson never went to Knight Rider conventions because he'd be yeah. faced with difficult questions he couldn't answer. Excuse me, talking me. I've got a question regarding episode 14, season 8. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Another fucking fanboy. What's he going to come up? Enters his flat with a pair of sunglasses on his head and the phone rings and then it cuts <laughs> back to Michael and the sunglasses are missing. What happened to them? <laughs> Do we know? What's that? Was that done on purpose? Is it, a, is it an Easter egg? <laughs> Fuck me. I said I wasn't going to come to these things again because this shit like this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't mind I don't signing like shit, but just don't fucking speak to me, all right? It's oh, only... It's a fucking... Where do you want... I mean, it's a TV show about a fucking talking car, you cunts. I mean... Fuck and you're fucking hell. noticing this kind of crap. I mean, it is what it is. I've, Do you I know mean, what I mean? That, that's a question. You've asked me a question there about his fucking sunglasses. Have you not got any questions about how the car managed to fucking talk and think? <laughs> is that the best you can how do? How the car became sentient. <laughs> I've got loads of pre-prepared answers about that. No cunt ever asks. <laughs> Fuck, it's all about cutting you. Fucking, fucking staring eyes. you in the face. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Glenn Hill Larson. Um, you got another Someone one Someone said that... Well, there was this Kiwi... You didn't want to talk about this Kiwi Cup problem that had been emailed into us, but then someone else emailed said he had emailed this guy whose name is uh, Martin, right, about some issues he had in New Zealand with his penis. We had the original one who had a penis uh, surgery dilemma, and then someone else emailed us in again with with tales of his penis surgery. And I just felt, I don't want to go down that road. So I've corrected the, uh, the the fellow on the on the uh, the Patreon that said, "But what okay. about the penis surgery? I thought you wanted to know more about the penis surgery." And he got in touch, and you didn't re- read out his emails. So what's that about? Some weirdo. I'm keen to find out more about uh, the penis uh, surgery. Pa- pardon me, chaps. Sorry to interfere, but there was some mention of penis surgery. I, I must admit, I did enjoy that particular episode, and I was really keenly excited to find out what happened next to do with that gentleman's penis. And I was just wondering if you had any updates. Please don't leave me hanging. I like all of your content, but particularly the bits about penis surgery. P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth. <laughs> oh, I can go listen to a penis surgery podcast. It yeah, probably sure exists, but that's... A, we're not going to turn ourselves into that. There's bound to be one. Uh, Johnny Parrish writes, All right, dickheads, just want to share a proud life moment with you both. My missus is a casual cunter and home baker. The other day she was making a cake while I fucked around the house trying to look busy. <laughs> Suddenly I was aware of the singing coming from the kitchen. Working day and night to make sponges light. That's sieving all right. Wow. <laughs> was being sung by my good wife. Alas, no ice cube is present, but you can't have it all. Keep up top class pod in Johnny Platinum Cunter. Yeah, well, we can't really take credit for that. It's not our song, is it? It's, no. um, it's uh, what's his name's song? Joe Fagan's song. Joe Fagan from Alvedis Empire, yeah. But, I mean, saying, Pet, but perhaps we played a small part in bringing it back into the public consciousness. I'd like to think so, yeah. Um, mm. And a very, yeah. very similar one here from Barry. Uh, listening to the recent pod on a loudspeaker with my American missus. Oh, American wife. Oh, um, you fancy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> with my American missus. Get po- you with your American missus. <laughs> with mean, uh, gleamy white teeth and big fat tits. I'm <laughs> I bet she looked like Sue Ellen mixed with Pamela Anderson I mean I'm reading the rest of the email there's no reason why the fact that she's American is pertinent but he's mentioned it anyway and it's flawless of course he was you would too mate if you yeah. had an American yeah, I've got myself an American wife <laughs> she's uh, over there yeah. yeehaw she's over there eating tater tots um uh, what was it? Listening to the recent pod on that speak with my American Mrs. Pottering around nearby, Sam's tone became serious about the recent developments at Earth Tournament with the Russians being banned for two years. It's quite oh, old yeah. uh, She looks at the speaker, listening more intently as Sam goes on about the revolution that's currently taking place. Yeah. <laughs> A while passes and she remarks that she couldn't find any news about this happening on the internet. She says they must have locked... <laughs> they must have locked this story down early on. That's American there. Uh, she doesn't know. She still doesn't know that it's not real. And I'm going to see how long it keeps up for. Cheers. Now, this was in 25th of May. So, Barry, let us know. Does she still think there's been a revolution in Russia? Or does she know all about Earth Tournament now? Let us know. I should get an update from Len. He's up at the park. Right. Um, 
Last night, actually, just a quick one. There were, um, it was it was my daughter's thirteenth birthday, and the local cinema, the independent, because mm. it's been hit hard by COVID, is doing a special deal where you can hire its screening room, right, right, to watch a film of your choice. So her favourite all time film is Jaws. So cool, we had yeah. some um, we had some relatives over, and we went we went down there. Right, yeah, it was eight of us in this little room, and uh, they. And when we went, and I booked it, and they did screen the Jaws, and when we got there, it was really nice, and they said, oh, we didn't know if you wanted food, you didn't ring and ask for them, so we've just laid on some snacks, right? All right, nice. And so just take take what you want, right? So we went down, and there was they'd laid out loads of bags of fancy popcorn, you know, like posh popcorn, mm-hmm. right? Some little pots of nibbles, sweets, like dolly mixtures, chocolate raisins, mm-hmm. um and some mixed nuts, like whatever you wanted, right? And some drinks. So we all took just one or two things each to nibble on during the film. Right. And then when we when we were leaving, I was in the toilet having a piss with Len, and I went, and Len had a rucksack with him, right, that he'd brought. You know, sometimes kids will just bring a bag, yeah. right, in case you need any shit when you're there, right? Yeah. And I go, you got much in your bag? He goes, oh, I've got plenty of space in there. And I went, he goes, why? And I said, because I've already paid in advance for all of this. And he went, what, even the snacks? And I went, yeah. I said, it's all paid for, mate. I said, so you might as well stick some stuff in that rucksack. Well, before the words had even left my mouth, it zipped up, washed his hands and was back in the little side room that had all the snacks in. And when I got in there, he was literally with his arm... Fucking pushing all of these snacks into his rucksack. He had the mouth of the rucksack open and he was pinning it up the to table, the brim. Sweeping it but in. As, as he was doing it, right? Yeah, is that no, but exactly like that. So I came in, I thought, yeah, good lad. And then the manager bloke who'd set us up at the beginning of the screen, he came in and went, Hi guys, did you uh, have a nice time? And we sort of jumped out of our skin a bit because it looked like we were nicking. But then I was like, that's no, all right, we paid for this. It's ours to take if mm. we want. But Len quickly shifted, he zipped the bag up. Mm-hmm. But there's like, he'd filled it up so much the zip wouldn't quite do up. And the guy goes, great, I'll just count up what you've had. And I went, what? Why? <laughs> and he went, oh, so I can see what... And he went, so I can do your bill. And I went, I thought I'd already paid, I thought it was all included in the price. <laughs> and he went, uh, no, we made it pretty clear in the email. It was just the screening room only. <laughs> and Len literally said out the corner of his mouth to me, to me he pointed his rucksack and said, shall I put it back? <laughs> <laughs> I was too embarrassed. <laughs> I was too embarrassed for him to open the rucksack and start pulling out all these bags of popcorn and sweets and stuff like that. So I was just like, no, shut up, shut up. No, it's fine, it's fine. And the bloke went, is there a problem? I went, no, 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 it's fine. I'll pay for everything. <laughs> I had to pay quite a lot of money because we'd taken so much shit. But I was too embarrassed to put it back. <laughs> so they've done you like a mini bar in a hotel room there, haven't they? They've, they've fucking tempted you yeah. with it. And then exactly, come around and count exactly. it all and we, re- we really went to town with it and then oh, took man. stuff away and then they hit me with the fucking bill. My fault, really. Well, but Len did a runner. In the middle <laughs> of me doing this, Len just fucking fucked up out the room and everyone else was waiting for us outside the cinema. And apparently he came out and went, bad news, guys. The snacks weren't involved in the bill and the manager just caught Dad trying to leave. <laughs> They were pissing themselves. <laughs> I came out looking really fucked up. 
Mind you, on the upside, I do have loads of snacks in the house now, and we're we're driving to the Isle of Wight on Friday, so we are sorted in the motor for all our snacks. So you've got to look on the bright side, haven't you? Every cloud for them, though. But but it might go a long (laughs) way towards you know um, the future of that cinema, keeping it open. Yeah, which is nice because it's nice having a local cinema. It's a local independent cinema, and I want it to survive. Yeah, so I worked out all right in the end then. I'll tell you what, we'll yeah, leave it there. Yeah, it was pricey. We'll leave it there because okay. we said this was going to be a short one because we're going to pad it out and do two of these and knock them out during yeah. the week when we're both away. So, uh, you know, sorry about that, everyone. More mailbag shit coming uh, on Friday. Uh, all the usual shit has been pre-recorded and will be coming to you throughout the week if you're IFS. Yep. Um, you'll hardly notice that we're away, basically. So uh, just rest. Yeah, you can get your nut round that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.